Welcome to our Frontline City Church podcast. This message will activate and inspire you in the supernatural love of God to find your purpose and reach your destiny through Christ. We're continuing our series today on exposing Satan's kingdom. Okay, and it's a very interesting topic, and there is so much that can be spoken. But I'm going to just speak five minutes, and then I'm going to hand over to Dad to carry on. But I want to just expose some of Satan's kingdom. Are you ready to receive? Amen. So Matthew 8, and I want to read from verse 5 to 13 in the Amplified Classic Edition. As Jesus went into Capernaum, a centurion came up to him begging him and saying, Lord, my servant boy is lying at the house, paralyzed and distressed with intense pain. And Jesus says to him, I will come and restore him. But the centurion replied to him, Lord, I am not worthy or fit to have you come under my roof, but only speak the word and my servant will be cured. My servant boy will be cured. For I'm also a man subject to authority with soldiers subject to me. And I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my slave, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard him, he marveled. Yeah, is a centurion, not one of the godly people, a centurion who understands kingdom dynamics. He understands the spiritual realm is higher than the natural realm, okay? He, he's a commander, he's a centurion, he has people in his command, and he understood that in the spiritual realm, there's ranks, okay? In Satan's kingdom, there's ranks, just like what's in the natural. Remember, the natural is always a copy of the supernatural, Okay? So when you see uh, armies on the natural earth, understand that there's armies in the spiritual realm. There's heavenly armies, and then there's Satan's kingdom, which has got his demonic armies. In Satan's kingdom, there's various ranks, okay? There's various demons. You get the foot soldiers in Satan's kingdom, which is like the spirits of lust and anger and strife and all those things. Then you get... Uh, demonic spirits that are like sergeants or leaders of little areas. Then you get that are leaders of provinces. And then you get uh, uh, demonic forces. They call them in, in some translations princes that rule over areas, big areas, and over countries. So when the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, this means we are wrestling against the principalities and powers in the heavenly realms, in the spiritual realm. Does this make sense? So when we fight, when we pray, we're declaring God's word. The centurion said, God, just speak the word. He understood that when you speak the word of God, in the spiritual realm, it travels like an explosion. And every demonic force has to submit to the spoken word of God. Do you get that? Amen. In Daniel 10, verse 12 to 13, in the New Living Translation, okay, an angel appears 
to Daniel. And he said, don't be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been heard in heaven. I have come in answer to your prayer. But for 21 days, the spirit of the prince of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way. Then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me. And I left him there with the spirit with the prince of the kingdom of Persia. Here we get a clear example of the two kingdoms warring. The heavenly kingdom, God's kingdom, and the demonic kingdom of Satan. And there it speaks about Michael the archangel, who's like a really big shot. Okay, He's like very impressive. And then we get the prince of Persia. Persia was the ruling empire. So over empires, over kingdoms, there's demonic principalities that have been put in place. But, everybody say with me, but. God's kingdom overrides every demonic kingdom. Amen? Come on, come on. Ephesians 2 verse 2. In which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. There's a, a prince, a demonic authority that rules on planet Earth. Everybody gets that? His name is Satan. He's the demonic authority. Um, but listen to this in Colossians 1, verse 13, New King James. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of his son of love. So once you belonged and you were submitted to the kingdom of demons, to Satan's authority. But because of Jesus Christ, when you accepted Jesus, you've been conveyed out of that kingdom into the kingdom of the Most High God. Amen. Are you beginning to understand how exciting it is to be a believer? Come on, come on. James 4 verse 7 says, Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil. And he will what? I don't hear you. Flee. So when you submit yourself to God, walk according to his plans and his principles. Embrace in a loving relationship with Jesus Christ. Satan has no choice but to flee. Come on, come on. And the last scripture I want to share, Revelations 12. And they, say that's me, and they have conquered him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. For they love not their lives even unto death. You know how you conquer Satan? By the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. Begin to testify who Jesus Christ is. Begin to testify about the truth of his word. Speak out his word. Speak out and declare God's word. Don't be ashamed to testify. And you will see Satan will flee in every single direction. But he will not come near you anymore. Amen. Amen. Wow. Whoa. Praise God. 
we are understanding something spiritually. Do you understand that something spiritual happened in our country this week? Do you understand that the pandemic and the government's reaction to the pandemic and this looting all comes from the same spirit? Satan trying to destroy our country. All of it has got the same aim. All of it comes from the same dark force. Then the country was locked up for the first five weeks and businesses died, but it didn't stop the pandemic. It was the wrong reaction to the pandemic. I'm not saying all lockdowns were wrong. I'm saying the initial one was wrong because it had zero effect on the pandemic. No hospitals were built. No medicine was acquired. No nurses were trained. Nothing was achieved in the first five weeks that was supposed to be achieved. And it all came down from the kingdom of Satan saying, I am going to destroy this country. Okay, now it's got quiet here. Let's go back to Luke 10 and verse 18. Uh, We shared this last week, but I want to... While you were ministering, I watched Satan topple until he fell suddenly from heaven like lightning to the ground. Mom just shared with us that Satan is the prince of the air. Satan is the one who brings all of this stuff. And Christians are sitting quietly, they're not ministering. And God says, while you're ministering, things are going to change in your country. Okay? Now you understand that I have imparted to you my authority to trample over his kingdom. So I want to expose that Satan has done damage. But we have to say it's our fault. Our president on in this week said I have to admit our response was too slow. But I've got to say, Christians, our response was too slow. It's not only the army and the defense force that was too slow and the police force. We as Christians didn't stand up in our authority quick enough. You will trample upon every demon before you and overcome every power Satan possesses. Absolutely nothing will harm you as you walk in his authority. However, your real source of joy isn't merely that these spirits submit to your authority, but that your names are written in the journals of heaven and that you belong to God's kingdom. This is the true source of your authority. So we have the authority to take charge of Satan's kingdom. But now you ask me, is what happened this week Satan or is it naughty people? Is it people that are in rebellion? Let's look what the Bible says, John 10 and verse 10. The thief only comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Let's just stop there for a moment. Is that what happened this week? Was there stealing? Did people die? Was stuff destroyed? So this was the work of Satan. Because the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And Jesus says, I came for another reason. I came so that you may have life and have it to the full. So if you want to find out if anything is of God or not, you take that scripture. John 10.10 will always be your test if something is of God or not. Because the two options are given you. Something is destructive. Is the pandemic destructive? Has it stolen from us? Has businesses failed because of it? Has people become poorer because of it? Has people died because of it? Was families destroyed because of it? So it's of Satan. It's not of God. 
Let's watch a little video of the destruction of this week. Measure it up to this scripture. What you see, if it was just because people were hungry, they would have stolen and not destroyed. But there was absolute havoc caused by blood banks being robbed so that there's no blood for those who need blood during the pandemic. There was an SPCA robbed so that the dogs were stolen. It's not about hunger. It is about the spirit of Gog taking charge of a whole thing to destroy. So... We read the scripture of John 10, verse 10 again. The thief comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come so that you might have life and life to the full. We all, okay, let me backtrack a little bit. I said this on our prayer meeting earlier this week. That Jacob Zuma stole with impunity as if he was above the law. Not only him there was a group in there. He stole with no hold back, and he has acted as if he has no law unto him. And that's just exactly what mom read just now, the sons of disobedience. So when that spirit got taken fuss and said, okay, now you're going to jail, it jumped out into the people that were subjected to it all the time. And I'm not here being racial. I'm saying every single one in South Africa faced that upsetness, faced in different ways that same spirit. If you spoke negative about your country, you were operating in the same spirit as the guy who burnt down the building. If you spoke and said there's no hope for this country, your words were as destructive as the one who lit the match. So don't stand here and saying it's some other race. It's not me. Because you are as destructive as the one who did that. So we have to understand we have an authority. We have to minister life. And we can never minister death because death cannot come from Jesus. We did this scripture last week about the man. Before all of this happened, we did the scripture about Mark 5, about the demon-possessed man. When Jesus went across the lake... And um, in verse 2, when Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet him. Okay, the impure spirit comes from the place of death. This man lived in the tombs and no one could bind him anywhere. When you cannot take him fast, when you can't deal with it, when you can't sort it out, it is spiritual. For he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs in the hills, 
he would cry out and cut himself with stone. When it's this evil spirit, you harm yourself. So people are saying, don't the people understand that if they burn down the place, they lose their jobs and they won't have food? It's because it's an evil spirit that you cannot talk sense into that says, I will harm myself by burning down the place that gives me employment. Does that make sense? That when the evil spirit comes in, there's no more talking sense to him. You can't sit down and explain that what you are doing now isn't going to solve your problem. So, yes, we agree there's things wrong in our country. Yes, we agree there's things that must change. But violence and death and destruction isn't the way to change it. The way of building up, the way of speaking breakthrough, the way of taking people by the hand and lifting them up like the picture that Evangelist showed where there were people catching the other one. That is the way to build up. So, the same way that we all know that story, the evil spirit was there and it moved to the pigs when Jesus addressed it. And I'm not saying people are pigs, but this transference of spirit I'm talking about. When it gets caught in one area and it can't operate here anymore, it looks for another host and it always damages its host. So we cannot, as Christians, allow evil to come into our life and we have to speak life in every situation because Satan is out there to destroy you. The Bible says he walks around like a roaring lion seeing whom he may devour. He's never your friend and he never has a plan to your good. He sees how he can get you yourself to damage you yourself. So this man was living among the tombs and he would cry out and cut himself with stones. That's the same that this spirit came and it said to the people of our country, damage your country, damage the very thing that's supposed to get you out of trouble, destroy it. And whose fault is it? The Christians, because we're not taking charge of that spirit. The moment that Christians started praying, things changed. So we will deal with this spirit in two ways, in a practical way. Praise God, the country stood up and protected themselves. There was a very strong plan out for the West Rand, and the West Rand security forces stood up and took it down before it could even manifest. Social media was used in an ugly, ugly way to send in confusing and messages to make people scared because fear is one of the things that Satan runs on. If you allow fear into your heart, you're allowing Satan into your heart because he then has a grip. He looks always for something to grab hold on to. So he will take people's hunger and people's heartache and people's pain, but he'll grip onto that and change it into something else. That is why I agree with Evangelist Freddie saying, we have to deal with the source of this thing. We have to deal with the places where Satan gets a grip in a hungry nation and allows things to go wrong from there. That's why I see everything that's happened in our country over the last 18 months as a combined attack from Satan. He used the government, he used the previous president, he used the pandemic, all in all, to say, how do I get in to destroy everything that has been built up in our country over the last 27 years? Praise God, he has been stopped and it's been limited to one or two provinces.
Okay, last week we also ministered on the Spirit of God in Ezekiel 39. Um, it's actually two weeks ago that I ministered on this, and I actually didn't then know what God was saying. As Ezekiel 39 and verse 8, it's coming. Yes, it will happen this day I've been telling you about. People will come out of the cities of Israel and make a huge bonfire of the weapons of war, piling on shields, large and small, bows and arrows, clubs and spears, a fire they'll keep going for seven years. They won't need to go into the woods to get fuel for the fire. There will be plenty of weapons to keep it going. They'll strip down those who strip them, and they'll rob those who rob them. Ezekiel was talking about that the spirit of Gog was manipulating the people, and it was keeping Israel in a place of war, in a place of destruction, in a place where weapons were needed. I'm not yet talking against weapons, but I'm saying if we look at the cleanup efforts, if we look at how God has actually brought the country together at the end of this trouble, what Satan meant for evil, God has turned around and it's going to be actually to our country's advantage. Why? Because the communities are standing together. Christians are standing together. Black and white and every other nation are standing together. I saw this morning on one of the forums that I belong to, the 4x4 forum, a white man wrote and then said to me, I've got so much respect for the Indian people of this country, the way they stood up and protected us and stood in places. We've all said that the taxi people can now push in in front of us. We thank God for the taxi operators of this country because they stood up and said no more. The way the Christians should have stood up, the taxi drivers stood up. Isn't that an indictment against us? Eh? So God brought us together as a nation in the midst of the trouble. And that is always the thing. Satan comes with his attack. And we all get what's happening now. And then you see God step in. And the church started praying. And the church started walking up and down the streets and saying, we declare that this place belongs to God. Satan, you have no room here. And we started taking our authority back. We got off our comfortable couches and saying, we have a word to minister. And the power of Satan was broken just like that. And I'm not saying it's all over. I'm saying there's still a fight to fight. But the power of Satan is already broken. And people started standing together. Sure. So we are saying that watch out for two things. Watch out for fear, because that's the thing Satan grabs on. And watch out for any other pain that Satan can hold on to you. If you speak negative about the country all the time, if you're upset and you're holding somebody else responsible, focus your attention on Satan. Let me say that again. Focus your fight on the works of the devil that's trying to destroy our country. Do not let the devil get the vision in here. This is not a racial issue. This is not a government issue. This is a spiritual issue that Satan is trying to get in, and he's getting in from every level in different ways. So don't abscond yourself and think, I'm not guilty. I never lit any fire. But you're living in fear, and you are allowing Satan room in your life, and you're letting death come out of your mouth. You are as guilty as the one who lit the fire. I want to play a video now to show you how things have changed. I apologize. There's some spare words into it. But 
put that religious idea of yours away, and let's just see what God wants to do in this time. Okay, there's going to be some swear words in church, but this is real. Joseph says to his brothers, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. <laughs> Those who instigated these riots never understood what God is in this country. Those who instigated this to happen never understood that there's going to be a backlash of people of God standing up and saying, this is enough. We love our country. We'll do it the right way around. How do we know the test of what is godly and what is not godly? John 10 verse 10. The thief comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. South Africa, the kingdom of Satan will not rule in this country. I'm not against any man. I might have mentioned people here, but it's not against a man or a party or a race or anything like that. It is against the spiritual powers of devil that comes in and finds a foothold and destroys that which God has been trying to build up over how many years in our country. And it's time that we focus our fight in the right place. That we focus our fight in the right place and saying, Satan, you will not get a foothold because one person that gets up and cleans up inspires 20, 30, 100, and 1,000 people. One person that reaches out his arm to catch a baby that's falling inspires so much more than another person that might light something to burn it down. So I want to call this destruction what it is. If it was just hunger, there would only be stealing of food and things like that. You wouldn't necessarily destroy the place that you steal from. If it was just political, it's been tested many times. It wasn't just a political thing. There's many other ways of addressing a political situation in a free democratic country than to burn things down. That is why we have a democratic system, so that you can express who you are. We have freedom of speech so that you can express your needs. There's no need to go to this. But Satan will come in and saying, how can I find a way to make this thing that people are unhappy about, let it be a destructive thing, let it be something that sets the country back many years. But I think in the end, what we're going to see, it's going to set the country on a new path. Because those who have threatened disruption, those who have threatened anarchy, will realize that they don't have the power. They don't have the thing to overcome the resolve that the Christians has inside of them. So we will fight this in the natural and we will protect what we need to protect. There was pastors and many people that died in protecting the churches, standing up and saying, we will not allow people to just come in and take what God has given us. There's been churches looted and destroyed and burnt down to the ground. Then you know the spirit that's behind it. When you come to destroy the works of God, watch out because you're touching the anointed and the process of God. So we recognize this for what it is. We will not hold grudges against any group. 
or any person, we will see that Satan, in this place, we are going to deal with you the same way that Jesus dealt with demonic spirits when he came to it. The people moved from a place of never having peace. That man who ran around the tombs hurting himself. He sat down by the fire in his clear mind, speaking in a clear way. That's what God's going to do in this country. As we stand up and we minister in the authority that we have, in the process that God has given us. Amen. So. We hope that you enjoyed today's message. Our services are streamed live on our Facebook page every Sunday morning at 9.30. For more information and resources, please go to our website, www.frontlinecitychurch.co.za or look us up on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube.